0: what's up george what's going on in the house of craze tonight in the house of craze tonight we have a
1: very talented writer mr jason magnamara is coming on he's going to be talking to us about his new book that's coming out next month called past tense so we're going to be talking to him and we're also going to be talking about agreements right Contracts.
0: let's get it <gasps> show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town, Catch the Craze is the place to promote to your fans, with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man, subscribe to our show and never miss an episode, it's time to get your man to listen to us on the go, updated every week, we never miss a day, join the squad, come on in, it's time to catch the craze, if you are an independent, catch catch the the craze, craze. making moves on your own, catch the craze, craze. on your grinding, Join the movement, catch the craze Yeah George we did it again Come on now, you know you want to do it Catch the craze Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most the crazy man, Vera, and I am with George
1: the Dreamer Medina. What's happening, oh, everyone? Welcome oh, crazy. to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are coming to you live. It is Tuesday, June 20th. Tomorrow's the first day of summer. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy out there. But we are coming tonight with a whole new uh, program. We have a great guest. Tonight, Mr. Jason McNamara will be joining us in just a few minutes. For those of, uh, those of you who don't know who that is, he has a book coming out from Dark Horse called Past Tense. It will be coming out in July. He also has written uh, plenty of other books that you guys should check out. He is a very, very talented writer. And we're going to be talking about, obviously, our Get Your Med segment for today. What's up, Lou? Um, so we're going to be doing that. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Give us a like. Comment in the comments. <laughs> Oh, okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> right. Do all that. Do all that. Thank you so much for all our subscribers already. We're well over a thousand. It took us a while to get there. And now that we're there. You it's know, moving. It's
0: fine. moving. Every week, it's moving. So that's good. Moving, But
1: yeah, no, I'm joined in with Sammy. Sammy, what's going on, dog? We came in a little late today. but you know,
0: oh, dude. A, a hectic, all right, so normally it's an hour drive from my job to my home. But because I was working late, uh, I had 45 minutes to get here. I did it in 28. I was like, <laughs> and, then, and then it's funny. Cause I was doing, I didn't realize I was doing 95. Don't do, mm. don't do what I do. All right. Do I was doing 95. And then I noticed that everybody's slowing down. I was like, why are they slowing down? I can see the horizon. There's no traffic. And it was, it was a, it was a patrol car. I was like, Oh, I was like, that'll do it, that'll do and it. Then, and then once I got to a point where he was too far behind, I was like, I was out, I was out. <laughs> Gotta make it to the show. Gotta make Yo, it to the you show. you don't understand. Yeah. You don't understand, Stan. You don't understand. So yeah, yeah. So I was dealing with that. But I'm excited. I'm excited because uh, the proofs came in. All right. For book number five. Bang. There's cool. book number five. There's an alien in my that It looks amazing. The proof is legit. Too legit to quit. Some interiors. High gloss interiors. I'm excited about this. and. Not only that, but the graphic novel. So for those of you who didn't pick up the graphic novel, you're going to wish you had because this is fly. I mean, this, you know, the full color graphic novel, there's an alien in my toilet, do Darius I approved the proofs. So, um, they, I'm just waiting for them to be delivered to me. Um, cause you know, they take forever. And, uh, so as so, soon as I get it, it'll take me about 48 hours as long as I'm not traveling for work to get it out to you guys. Um, and, uh, we'll, we'll get that going. So I'm excited about that um you know kid in the comics uh, is doing um is going strong more stores get, are picking it up um so a lot of stuff happening there so that's more visibility mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and the art channel continues to grow that's doing really well as well um and i just finished doing a cover for issue number six uh and um thumb-nailing some of the pages for issue number six as well which is uh in october i'll be launching issue number six on kickstarter
1: in october yeah nice good yeah stuff. good stuff man yeah yeah, yeah no. man. the
0: uh, the saga continues the, the saga, saga continues. continues man yeah man. you know and the book tour continues so in uh, august i got um the denton comic art expo mm-hmm. and then the week after i'll be at collected comics the grand opening of their third or fourth store in their chain and i'll be doing a book signing there um so that's pretty fly and then in um uh september and october i have um i have uh wow, well, i have um college station comic con and then i have um another event so yeah i'm a pretty, pretty oh what am i doing i got all the events listed on this thing thing right here what are you doing? Oh, so yeah yeah, and then all oh, comic fest so that's what's going on there and uh, and again if you don't know about a kid in the comic go check it out go to kid in the comic.com a kid in the comic.com where duty is a newspaper Dude, he's in a newspaper as a comic strip right here. Bang. This is right here. This is dope. Um, and uh, I've set a contract for seven issues, um, comic strips, and I've already submitted four of the seven. So, And they've only released the first paper. So um, that's exciting as well. So pretty dope. Nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Did you do your book signing already? No,
1: that is coming up in July. So that's a month away. July 19th, we will be doing a book signing with uh, the folks who have designated the comic book. By Mark Torres. We have a book signing that will be happening in July. So that's July 19th and it's going to be over at Royal Collectibles in Flushing. That's 9601 oh. Metropolitan Avenue in Flushing. So if you're in the New York area down in stop Queens, go check it out. Wednesday, July 19th from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. I'll be there with Mark Torres, Jenny Feldy, Russ Braun and we're going to be signing copies of the book designated. It's a kind of book created by Mr. Mark Torres 30 years ago. It's finally yeah. out, and he's, uh, he's promoting it. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. So we're going to be signing yeah. some books July 19th. So if you're in the area, definitely, definitely head out there. Um, that's going down for me. Also, if you want to check out some more of my stuff, go to getyourmedswithaz.com. Go to my website. Check that out. Pick up a copy of The Adventures of Wonder Duck, Russ 5377. Pick up some T-shirts. All that other fun stuff. So, yeah, so that's what's going on. In my world next year, I really want to start doing some conventions. Um, I have my eyes set on Wicked, Wicked in Boston oh, next year. Yeah.
0: Speaking of conventions, so, yeah. Joe, can you believe that um Fan Expo in Texas, they raised their prices for artist Ellie to $460? I, I believe it, dog. Damn $460, 460 for a six-foot table. How much was it? Like how much was it before? They they, they raised it by a hundred and seventeen dollars. Oh wow, damn. Ooh foot table and you're tight you don't have room you're, you're mm. with everybody else yeah. Mm. i went to freaking um uh, the, the 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 convention in waco they give you a 10 foot by 10 foot booth with an eight foot table for 300 yeah, yeah. and they take care of you fan expo doesn't even put your name on the list they change your no. Your position last minute, and I just, I found out from a, a guy who's a big fan, um, uh, comic book collector. He went to Fan Expo. He said there was they turned off the AC for the <laughs> weekend.
1: Zane. For the entire
0: weekend, Holy. they were claiming that it was some city ordinance thing. Yo, so you're gonna charge all this money and you can't even create a comfortable environment. Get out of wow. here, man. So I'm not doing Fan Expo next year. I was gonna do That's it, but I'm not paying five hundred dollars um, when I can just go to a convention in Austin. And and pay two hundred dollars, and I just drive out there. Um, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, man.
1: Holy. They, they, there's
0: no respect for the artist anymore. They're charging you what they were charging for freaking uh, small press booths. You know what oh, me? yeah, I mean? And they're giving you half the space. Yeah, that's crazy, dude.
1: I feel like the bigger the, the the con, the more they feel like they can get
0: away with some of that. The stuff bigger like the that. con, the bigger the con. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's what it is. Yo, it's like yo, it's it's, yeah, it's outrageous. It's you not, you know. True. And they then they believe that they can. So I'm like yo, I'm not doing. I'm none of the fan. I suppose I'm. I'm signing up for next year. I'm just gonna to go to the, their competitors.
1: Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable.
0: Um, the other thing that's going on in
1: my camp is that Russ five three seven seven, which is one of my first. It is my first uh, book that I published. Which was my favorite. Published. Yeah, yeah. So the book is going to be featured and it's going to be distributed and you guys can pick it up at anyoneworld.com. So check out anyoneworld that's uh, affiliated with ASAP Imagination. Big shout out to ASAP, Hades and everybody over there. So the digital copies will be releasing next week, June 28th. You will be able to get your copies digitally for issue number one of Rust 5377. So make sure you do that. Um, I agree. Time, definitely, for sure. And um, so that's that's great. And I'm also going to be working with uh, with ASAP uh, uh, as a writer. I'm going to be doing some writing for one of their titles. I can't wait for you guys to s- check that out. Dead of Night is the name of the title. So I'll be working with them on that. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm busy and I'm lettering um, books. So, you know, if you need any lettering, hit me up. Do that for show. Sure. Speaking of writing and then we're going to have uh, Jason on in just a few minutes. We're also going to be doing our Get Your Mets, but before we get into Get Your Mets, because I know Jay will be coming in right after, just a quick bio uh, of Jason Magnum and why you guys should stick around and check out the interview. He, um, he's, he has consulted on projects with the Golden State Warriors, Lucasfilm. He's done things for Crimson Consulting. He's been published through Image Comics. You know, he's done a few things, man. He's also a teacher. Uh, he teaches script writing at Pacific Northwest College of Art uh, and over in the West Coast. So he's done a few things. He's, he's got, got a, a resume got a of resumes. He's bro. got a bunch of stuff. One of my favorites, it's funny because one of my favorite books, and it's a book that I picked up before I even realized who he was, is called The Martian Confederacy. And I thought it was just a brilliant like indie book. I just thought it was a really good indie book. And comes to find, come to find out, he's the writer on it. So I'm very excited about his next book, which is Past Tense. And we're going to have him on in a few minutes. But why don't we talk a little bit about the topic, Sam, since we came in a little late. You know what I mean? Today, why don't we do that? Yeah, let's do do this.
0: It's time for your medicine. Handshakes are not agreements. (laughs) (laughs) Handshakes are not agreements. Remember that. Remember Remember that. that. Remember Word. that. So recently, uh, somebody I know in the comic world posted on, on social media that he thought he had a friend. They had an agreement. They did a project together, and the friend threatened to take it from him and steal the project or whatever. Yeah. So that that for me, I was like, yo, you didn't put anything on paper when you created it together? I was like, what the hell? Yeah. So they, they went on a handshake. And if we learn nothing from Robert Kirkman, and and um, his artist, Brian um, Notley, and that whole debacle and exposure is not currency. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Right? We didn't learn anything from you know from some from people in the industry mm-hmm. and what that was. Um, you're setting yourself up for, for a painful journey because here's what happens, and the reason why a handshake is not is not legit, because people have amnesia. I don't remember that. Right. And it's not on paper. There's no point of reference. Right. There was no written agreement. So when 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 money starts coming in, that's when people start acting up. Right. And next, you know, they forget who you is. Mm. And so um, you, it's in your best interest, especially when you're doing something from the onset. <laughs> it's just an exchange of DNA. That's right. Yeah. It's just like Hilda. Hilda. Back in when I was what? Hilda. You see, you say DNA. I have a blood sister somewhere on this planet when I was um, Hilda. I think I was in the. Uh, I was in the fourth grade and Dude, you uh, see how you just be it. And you yeah. mentioned one thing, it's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. So, you know, we cut each other and we were like blood, blood, Oh, oh we did blood God. plaque. And, uh, anyway, so Hilda, wherever you are, I wonder if you're okay. Anyways, so, um, Uh, yeah. So I think when I read that, I was like, yo, how do you not know? How do you not know? You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's like, you have to protect yourself. Um, you know, no matter what, even if it's your brother. Even if you, you're ghosting, man, you, you have to because when it comes to money and business, people act funny, right? So you want to make sure that you don't want to have those conversations, yeah. you know, down the road. You know, protect protect yourself If and, and, and then go from there. But don't, you know, don't just live it on a handshake, especially when you're pre- putting a project and you're pitching it to a publisher and it's not protected. You know what I mean? Anybody can snatch it up. So it's like you're you're creating you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position. It's just no bueno.
1: No, big time, big time, man. Big time. Handshakes are not agreements. And you know what? I think that some people may say yeah, but you know, if you even if you sign a contract, right? What is that? What does that matter? I mean, is somebody really gonna go through the trouble of hiring a, a lawyer and all this other stuff? I mean, if it's worth it, absolutely. But the other thing is it's also when you write it down, it's written down as as far as like what you guys are agreeing to. You know what I mean? We can you and I can say, all right, Sam, we're gonna do this. We're gonna write this book, and that's it. You know, hand you know, shake on it, and then it and then we start you know building characters and creating worlds and all this other stuff. And it's like, all right, what did you create? What did I create? What you know? How much input did you have? How much input did I? Have? There's nothing. I mean, we don't know. We, it, you know, it just happened, and you forget. You forget what happened then it's it becomes he said she said right it becomes he said he said at this point and so nobody really knows what went down unless it's written down and there are things on paper that say okay this is what we did and this is what we're agreeing to so yeah handshakes i mean look listen man that's that's
0: no bueno don't no do, no do it no, i'll give you a perfect cool. example as in the music industry right and and um you know, we we created an EP. We're shopping it around. Before we got to shop, we didn't we didn't figure out terms of the group. We were shopping it around, and we were just like, we're all just gonna split it even. Right. But once that once we saw the money, then everyone started acting funny. I didn't give a damn, right? I thought it was just gonna be cool across the board. We're all gonna share, no matter who did more, what, whatever. I was like, we're we're in it together, right? Yeah. But some of the guys were like, Nah, I want a bigger stake because I did this, and I want this, and I want that. And so, we broke up the group, and I went solo. And and it was, that was the perfect example when we were just on the on the corner and we were just having fun. It was like, yeah, we're all gonna, you know, we're gonna have fun and we're gonna make money together and all that stuff, whatever. We started doing shows. Oh yeah, we're gonna make money. But then once record labels showed interest, that's when people started acting weird, right? And so that's what I'm saying. You gotta put it on paper, um, because no matter what, when it comes to money. People like funny, and that's why you want to just make sure you take you protect yourself.
1: You know what the worst? What's up? But at least you know what the worst thing is, dude. When people act funny when there is no money. Yeah. You know what I mean, e- oh. even when they people like that, even <laughs> you know, when there is no money, bro. Yes. Like, there's something about you know just egos. You know, mm-hmm. egos getting sometimes egos are even bigger a bigger problem. You yeah. I mean, so like. You know, a handshake means nothing. You 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 lose friends over stuff like that, man. You you definitely yeah. lose friends over stuff like that. Like it's like, oh no, well I did that. I did that. Yeah, money was like the Yoko
0: owner of your group. You know, it's funny. It's because even in the beginning, like we had a manager, we had a producer. Yeah, right. I trusted my manager. He was the one who was collecting the money. I didn't question it. Maybe because I was naive, I was young. But I was like, hey, I didn't question. I knew they was gonna do the right thing because I saw that he was paying for the limo. I saw that he was paying for the studio time. I saw where the money was going. Right. So then when we got a couple of money in our pocket, I was like, oh, look, I was just having fun. Right. I, we were just having fun. But then next year, the conversation went sideways. I'm like, wait, what's going on? I, I thought we were just going to have fun. You know, I'm what I mean? it's like, and we're just going to make money together. And uh, so, again, that taught me a big lesson. It was like, oh, OK, I see how this is. You know what I mean? It isn't about friendship now anymore. You know, we're all from the same neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? We're all going to we were all trying to get out the neighborhood together. But now you want to switch up, so it's like that's why when I saw this post, I was like, "Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you put yourself in that position?" All the lessons out there, all of the podcasts out there, all of the 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 the, the walking through fires and the bleeding—why would you do that to yourself?
1: Was it was this? You said they were best friends that did this, like they were. They two- were close
0: friends, and okay. the way it was worded is was close friend, and I didn't yeah. expect this, and and I felt betrayed, and and I was like. Why would you even put yourself in that position? Because yeah. again, people will, you know, you never know. I mean, and then, but you know what? Good thing it happened then because now you see the person, right? That you see the true colors, right? I'm sure there were signals that we didn't pick up on, right? So you could have picked up on some signals in the early on, but it's a learning. Take it as a learning, chalk it up, and now make sure that going forward you don't you don't repeat. Yeah,
1: dude. The first thing I do, man, when I create anything is send
0: it out to get copy written, you know, yeah, right. You know, every it, issue that, that I write. It? Yeah. Every issue that I write, copyright, copyright. Just you know, even though the series is there, I copy even when I finished this trademark because this is a new version, it's a colored version, right? Whatever, and some of the dialogues changed from the original. I sent it when I changed the dialogue, I sent it for the revision of the script for to, to get copywritten, right? Because you never know. You know, it's like it's one of those things where any kind of adjustments I do, now it's no longer the original. I cha- I do it just for my own sanity so I can sleep at night. Damn, bro. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little extreme, but yeah,
1: that, that gets very
0: <laughs> expensive. Each copyright nowadays is I like know. 70 bucks. Yeah. I know. But you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you, you see it. I mean, I went to licensing expo. You see the sharks that are coming for you. Right. Yeah. And it's like, even though there are companies that, 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 you know, they do, they put, they have divisions to protect them when it comes to the talent, if they can snatch it up from you and own your publishing and own this, they're going to do that. So that's why you want to protect yourself when you before, especially before you pitch anything to anybody. Make sure you secure your rights because they can just go in and just take it from you and say, I don't know, I never said, we we had this in the pipeline for a long time, right? And so then they know you're not going to go and try to hire uh, an entertainment lawyer to try to fight it, right? Um, You know, so it's it's one of those things where you really have to try to do everything in your power to make sure that you can sleep at night um, and that you can have a good standing relationship. If you secure it in the beginning holistically, in the beginning then whatever happens in the future you're good everybody's good there's no talking about it anymore yeah. right but what happens is you don't do it in the beginning now later on the conversation becomes uncomfortable yeah, right
1: for sure for sure absolutely man absolutely yeah i mean listen in the, the way the way we we're doing things today handshakes are just not enough it's not if, if you, if you want to do this seriously if you really want to take this to the next level and you want to do it you know you want to do this professionally or anything like that Gotta, gotta go through the proper channels, man. It can't just be a thing of like, hey man, you want to work on this? People, people are people, you know. Human nature takes over, and sometimes for the for the worst.
0: And it's unfortunate. So, it, it's unfortunate, but that's the way society is, right? Because society is like, you know, get your money, right? You know, don't let anybody stand in your way, do what you gotta do. It's all about you, right? But they don't teach the integrity part, right? Credibility part, right? Respect, honor, those values are missing in today's world, right? Because it's getting more and more shady. Mm-hmm. So you just want to make sure that anything you do protect it first. Yeah. Like I got things in the pipeline. No one no one knows until it's ready, right? Right. So I have things that I'm working on in the back end that I'm just working in. It's in a lab. It's all lab. I'm it's like I'm like a mad scientist just creating blah 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 blah. When it's ready that when I when I show it, that means it's it's protected.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that that's yeah, I mean that 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 could be a whole other topic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's a matter of finishing your stuff, like I I, I'm a big proponent of don't promote something that isn't finished. Like if it's not done yet, don't promote. There's no there's no point in promoting something that's not finished because you know what happens is as indies, it's part of the stigma of an indie, right? They don't get stuff done. They don't get things finished. They never finish what they start. So, but we get we get excited, right? We just created this thing where we're we're halfway through issue one and we're promoting the crap out of this thing as an ongoing series. It's gonna go on forever, and it may not forever, ever forever. No, it may not. Your ideas may be forever, ever, ever, ever. But your work, the work that you're putting out may not be because you just don't have the money or the time or both.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's, yeah, the the things you can't show is the things that you are releasing, right? You know, it's like, that's the stuff that, you know, you have the stuff ready. You, you, you can start releasing. The thing that you don't want to show is the things that, you know, that you really haven't really come full circle with. And, um, you know, but I think learn from this, I mean. Guys, gals, everybody out there, there are so many, there's so much information out there to help educate you and, and protect you. You got to use it. Don't just watch it. Absorb it. Use that information. Protect yourself. A- anything you do in life, save your money, spend the money for copyright. You know, do the poor man's version until you can raise the money to do the legal way, that, right? That
1: but, thing doesn't always protect you though, bro. Like I, It doesn't
0: always, but it'll stand up in court. It and will uh, It will It won't. won't. No, it won't. won't.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, it won't. It, it won't. will. you have a case? No, no. I, I, I spoken to, uh, when I, I went to legal zoom and I was talking to a lawyer <laughs> on legal zoom yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and a copyright lawyer said that, that, that doesn't cover you it, not, at least not in New York. I don't know anywhere else, mm-hmm. but it's not, it's not the, a court will not, they, they used to, but it doesn't anymore because the laws have changed. So really, yeah. I'm going to yeah, look yeah. that up.
0: I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'll, I'll, I'll bring that up on the crazy Tunnel less. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a good one. I'm
1: Yeah, Yeah. check
0: it out. Yeah, yeah, but again, protect yourself. Money, don't act funny. Um, You know, (laughs) (laughs) don't be acting funny, son. Don't be acting funny. It's just, it's just good business, bro. Just you know, and and you know what? If you do it in the beginning, your relationship won't be tainted. You do it later, you're you're gonna be there's gonna be adversity and 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 sour grapes and maybe fisticuffs. You don't want that, right? So it's like, why even put yourself through that whole mess? You know, it's um, it's. It is what it is. But that's, it's tough. It's tough when I see stuff like that. Because, I, you know, it's funny because a lot of my, you know, if, if I'm not getting topics for the crazy channel less from um, listeners of the show. Yeah. I'll get it from posts that I see on, on social media. And I'm like, yo, that's a good topic right there, right? And so I'm like, wow, in the lab, right? And so when I see this stuff, I'm like, yo, we talked about that a dozen times. Yo, how come you <laughs> didn't to catch the craze? We could have helped you through this process. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. What do you think? We got 600 videos in this channel. Go into the archives, <laughs> man. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. yo, before <laughs> anybody was schooling, we were schooling. So I'm yeah. just going to the archives. You know, it's like it's there for you. It's there to protect you. You know, do you do your thing, Jack Ching, bada bing, and don't yeah. act up. I'm just yeah. saying.
1: Yeah. You know, but that is the topic. Yeah, we should do a, a, a topic on. We'll definitely do something. Yeah. Copyrights. Like you know, look for that. Because, yeah, I'm gonna
0: look that up. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm we should you, man, to cover that next but, next so, week.
1: Yeah. So the way, well, yeah, do it, and then we'll talk about it. But, uh but yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, that's, sure.
0: it's, it's really, really, really cool because the, you know, the world changes, right? And uh, so, yeah. So uh, I see that our guest is in the waiting room. Awesome. So before we bring him in, uh, well, like we want to bring up a word from our sponsors. Sponsor.
2: If you're a writer, podcaster, artist, or indie creator of any kind, you'll know what a struggle it can be to find creative services at an affordable price. And that's where Gig comes in. The Global Indie Group has everything you need under one roof. You can connect with publishers, writers, editors, artists, videographers, musicians, composers, voiceover artists, podcasters, and more. Hi, I'm Laurie Calcaterra, and I'm on gig. Hi, this is Ben from Comic Book Squares, and we're on gig.
1: This is George Medina, and I'm on gig. Hi, I'm Morgan, and I'm on gig. I'm Lauren. And I'm Matt, and we're Hops Geek News, the geek-centric, beer-loving pop culture podcast. And we're on gig. Cheers. Hi, I'm Letsy, and I'm on gig. Hi, I'm Witty and I'm Odie. are
2: Head to globalindiegroup.com now and check it out.
0: Welcome Jason to the show.
2: Greetings. Thank you for having me, gentlemen.
0: What's going on, Jay? How you doing, man?
2: Not much. Hey, uh, is it Samuel? Yeah. I see you drinking. I thought this was a family show. Boy, <laughs> it's a family show. I got to watch it. I yes. can't come in hot.
0: We keep it in the family.
2: I'm so there you disappointed go. In you guys. That's really a <laughs> shame. Salute. Barukata. Oh, there you go, man. Well, Jorge was, was like, you know, just be yourself, but just don't be you. Because uh, they don't curse on this show.
0: Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, man. yes. I got it all that? out earlier. Yeah, once that, that, that cursing starts, that I got to put that oh, up.
2: It's a slick <laughs> quote, man. My father was a longshoreman. So when they say curse like a longshoreman, eh, oh. he did. We did everything like longshoremen. <laughs>
0: there you go. Oh
2: man, there that's so
1: awesome. That's awesome. Well, Jason, thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. Do you are you are you teaching tonight? Are you heading out somewhere? No, I today? got the
2: summer off from teaching.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't
2: baby. have to see those uh, those kids for a while. <laughs> one one of the kids was like uh, at the last minute, they're like, I got permission to do an independent study with you over the summer. <laughs> I was like, the hell you did. <laughs> <laughs> This phone's going on silent. I'm not checking this email for months. Uh, teaching is like, um, it, it's like climbing a mountain, or it's right. like making an independent comic book. Mm. At the very beginning, you're like, "Why am I doing this? I should have been a mailman. I could like donate my organs. I could do anything else for money, but this." And then, like, the ride starts, and you get involved, and you start talking to the kids. You start hearing mm. about how passionate they are about story, and then you just jump in. And teaching right. is like, uh, it's like a gas. It just takes all the room you have. Uh, so this summer I was like, I got to like uh, write some outlines. I got to ship some books. I got to finish creative stuff. So this summer I was like, I am not doing any teaching. Good for you, man. Good for and you. It nice.
1: Well, listen, man, it, 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 I, I'm glad I'm glad you made it on the show. There's so much to talk about, man. You, you've you done so many things. Teaching, obviously, you know, I, I spoke about this earlier. You, you teach script writing. I teach comic um,
2: book script writing.
1: Comic books, nice.
2: the best writing. kind of script writing. Yeah, yeah. The I don't want to talk about it. screenwriting. <laughs> I'm not here go. for that, guys. Go. That trash.
0: I told you, George. Don't ask him yeah. any questions.
2: Wasting my time with script writing. You want to write for cartoons? Get somebody else. Get I write comic books. books. The comic greatest art form on the planet. Yeah, there baby. you go. Go kick Woo-hoo. rock sucker. Okay? Yeah. So I, te- I teach comic book script writing. I have my own sort of um i didn't think i'd be really good at it you know the school reached out and they're like we want a, this is a, a need that we have and i had written a bunch of book, comic books but you never really think about like h- how did i do that you know right. what i mean like yeah. you, you you argue with uh, artists you argue with printers uh you have a couple drinks and boom there's there's a book
0: <laughs> done <laughs> there you go. done. Yeah, uh, so done, i had to man.
2: backtrack and think about like do i have a process mm. like do i have a pedagogy like do i have some sort of highfalutin ten dollar word for what i do and it turns <laughs> out i do have a process so once i backtrack like how i make things then i could teach it to the kids and kids they're in their 20s they're college <laughs> kids you know to me they're kids because they can't drink um so yeah to be able to crystallize how i make books has made it so much easier for me to write comics Interesting. Nice. and in the, the very first semester i taught you know we always writers were always thinking like Am I a complete fraud? Mm. Am I like half a fraud? Am I (laughs) 0.25 fraud? So the very first semester I taught the class, I said with the kids, I'm going to go through all these steps with you, and I'm going to ideate a graphic novel as well. Mm. So in the first week of class, we come up with story ideas, and then we pitch them to everybody. And I want them to have the experience of pitching, Uh, because the very first time I pitched an editor, I broke down in tears. I had no idea what I was doing. I really did. There's all this pressure. Oh my god, I could tell you that story. Yeah, but
1: tell us that story after this. Go ahead.
2: So anyway, I have all the kids pitch, and I think, okay, now everyone vote for your favorite. Which one do you think is the most visually interesting story? And you know, the student doesn't have to do that, but they should hear from their peers, which there may be one that is more, uh, you know, popular than you think. And this happens in pitches, right? You might pitch an editor three things, and you, you're you like, please don't pick the third one. Please don't. Oh, they want the third one. So I had pitched three different things, and the kids were all like, they were unanimously like, oh, that one about the cameras in the future, that's a good idea. And I was like, cool. So I went through all the steps with the kids. I wrote the outline. I wrote the beat sheet. I started scripting it. And then um, I was like, hey, this is pretty good. So uh, And that eventually became, uh, spoiler alert, oh. this book I'm holding in my hands right here. Past tense. Oh wow! It comes awesome out in stores indeed. July twelfth, uh, right. and, and it makes a great gift for someone you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's not a feel-good book. It's not going to improve your um, opinion of humanity, but uh, right. it, it, it will hopefully tell you something about the times that we're living in.
1: That's so cool. So, yeah. Man. So this it's...
2: comic, if I hadn't been, if they hadn't recruited me to teach, this book probably wouldn't exist. You wouldn't
1: have done it, man, yeah. You wouldn't have done it. That's freaking I sh- awesome. I should have
2: paid them for the experience.
1: <laughs> seriously, seriously. <laughs> that, so, 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 tell us that story about the time you pitched something to an editor oh, and you cried. Tell us, tell
0: us.
2: Tell yeah, us. I'm
0: fascinated. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears yeah. right now.
2: I'm probably gonna ball again if I tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, go through this whole bottle of bullet. Okay, so it. <laughs> I had self-published a comic book with my best friend in the world, Tony Talbert. I've got the cover over here on the wall. I bet the world to me, and I finally did it, you know. And um, I had reached out to a an editor, a publisher that I knew, and I, you know, it's pretty much badgered him. I'm like, hey, I, I kept sending him copies of *Lesson Hero*, and he's like, "Yeah, we don't want to do this kind of book, though. This is a book about a, like a junkie superhero. It's like super vile." Uh, book that I thought was like my normal life on a comic book page and most people don't want to read that and that's fine so I was like okay I'm going to come up with something I looked at his line of books and I'm like I got a sweet thing that I think he'll love and I had written a bunch of it and I had the whole thing in my head but I had no way to describe the book quickly and efficiently right mm-hmm. so he was like okay come to the booth at like 1230 so I'm I'm like yeah and they're 1215 uh, I'm so excited. That I think this book is awesome. I can't wait to, you know, his, his mind's going to be blown when he hears what I got going. And there's other people waiting. I realize, oh, he's talking to a bunch of different people. It's like a cattle call. Like he's got like an hour to talk to do pitches. Oh, I'm like, OK, cool. So I'm hanging around the booth. Other people are hanging around the booth. They're like staring hate holes in me. I'm staring hate holes in them. And I'm thinking, these suckers, they don't got what I got. <laughs> Oof, they're all leaving here in a hearse.
0: I don't, know why you,
2: I don't even know why you showed up today. <laughs> so then I get to him and I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, like this happens and it's about this and then this happens. And he's like, okay, okay. And I can just see the look on his face. Like and now I'm just rambling. And I never, I didn't have like an elevator pitch. I didn't have the story in three sentences. I had the story in 96 pages. And I'm just describing like key scenes, like, oh, this happens and then this happens. It's kind of like this. And and he was just like, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I could just see him like, He's like, I, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't. He's like, I can't follow any of this. Mm. And I was like, oh my god! And like, I could feel all the other people that are waiting to go next staring at the back of my head, and I'm failing publicly, and I'm not trying oh. to keep it together. I'm like, oh, but my story's so good. Why can't I describe it? Why doesn't he get it? Why doesn't no he get my genius? <laughs> right. uh, so yeah, I like flame that. He's like, okay, okay. He's like Mac, okay Mac. He like, you know, he knew me enough to be like, come back tomorrow. Mm. And and give me the top of your pyramid. He's like, give me three sentences and tell me what it's like. So and he like pointed at like boom or something. He's like, they call that like Star Trek meets the Lion King or or whatever it was, right? He's like, he's he's like, I know that you know your story, nobody else understands what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was all like, which is great advice, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I left there totally dejected. I had to walk past all the people that I was. <laughs> We probably all have movie deals and like a house in Malibu now, you know. Oh,
0: man. So uh, I had
2: a friend. There was a friend like at the booth, at my booth, and he had worked at Rockstar. And I was like, what what does top of the pyramid mean? Like, I thought the Mayans did that. I was like, UFO, what's he talking about? And then he was like, no, dude, you just have to give him like three sentences. And he broke it down for me. Like, your first sentence is the first act. The second sentence is the second act. And the third sentence is the third act in the form of a question. Huh. Because you never tell people how your story ends. And that's what I opened <laughs> up with. I'm like, and then it ends with this. If you, <laughs> te- if, you tell, if you tell a gatekeeper or any editor how your book ends, they're your first audience member. They're right. going to stop listening. Mm. You told them the best part, the right. end. Right. Yeah. So they're like, cool, thanks for a free story. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is- Uh, So I was like, okay, three sentences, but it's a really complicated story. It's a sci-fi story, so I can't. Eventually, I think I had six sentences (laughs) Uh, because you know I just can't take any sort of feedback (laughs) at the time. I could. I'm much better now. So I went back the next day and I gave him my six sentences and I and I gave him the comparison, which I hate to do. Right? Like you're like, it's like Rashomon meets Die Hard or whatever. (laughs) I hate that, but it does quickly tell you tonally if that's for you or not. Right. And I equate it to like the knock on the door. Here in Portland, we have a lot of like door-to-door salesmen. I don't know why. It's at like the last place. I've never lived somewhere where they do that. But they'll knock on your door and you open the door and they'll say, do you have time to talk about solar power? I'm like, uh, no. Who knocks on doors. Like if you knock on my door, my house better be on fire. Like ninjas should be streaming in the chimney. But I equate like the, the three-sentence pitch is that knock on the door. And if an editor or a gatekeeper wants to hear more, they're going to open that door up a little bit, and then you can give them an outline. If Mm they really like that, you can open it up a little bit more, and they'll ask for a script. And that's generally how it goes, right? So anytime you have the opportunity to talk to a gatekeeper or an editor, you should always have three pitches, because you never know when you're going to be in that room again. You'll never Mm -hmm. know when you're going to have that opportunity again. I talk to so many of my students, I'm like, no, this is my one story, and I got to tell it, and it's like, a 12 volume epic that takes Jeez. place in the eye of a unicorn. And I'm like, okay, okay. okay. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I'm already like, uh, no, stop, stop, it, stop, it, stop it. You're not, none of us are one story, right? Mm-hmm. We within us are a multitude of stories. That's why we're writers. right? Um, so I often tell people like, save that, put that in your back pocket. It, it, and I feel the longer you hold, and this is just me. I think the longer you hang on to a story, the less you should do it yeah. because the reason you wanted to tell that story has now changed and you change constantly uh, as a creative person. And the reason you wanted to tell that story isn't there anymore. You're doing an right. impression of you from a year ago or two years ago. Yeah. So anytime I hear someone who's like, oh, I've wanted to tell the story for like six, seven years. I was like, you're never going to tell that story. I'm sorry. <laughs> you should yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, tell a different story. You're a storyteller, Write Something right. else. Right. That's yeah, the yeah. best advice I ever got was, uh, Brian Wood, who who does like DMZ and a bunch of stuff, I had pitched something and uh, the editor was like, "It's just too short. We don't we don't do things that are that short." I remember being like, "Oh man, what should I do?" And he he looked at me like I was like the dumbest person, (laughs) like like I should be swallowing my tongue at every instance. And he was like, "I don't know, Mac, write more." (laughs) And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a pretty sweet idea, Brian Wood." (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll just write more. Uh, oh, and it worked, oh, shit. You know, I, I, I love everybody. really t- tightly told stories. Yeah, but publishers, a graphic novel is cannot be, you know, forty-eight pages. I, hear I mean, that. it can right. if you're fantastic, right? right. And right. I've read those. Like, if you're uh, Brubaker, you could do a seventy-six page graphic novel, like called Pulp, and it'll be right. like one of the best it's graphic novels in the past ten right? years. Yeah. 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 And anyway, uh, did you ask me a question or did I just start talking? No, I, I, I,
1: I said hello and you just you said on. hello. And then I
2: said hey, can I get a word in? Let me, let me, let me tell it. you about my childhood. Let me tell you about am crying in public.
0: Let me tell you something. Let me
2: tell you something. My ice is melting, and I got places to be. I got I have brain cells to kill.
0: Uh, well, this is Oh, well, you wait, wait, hold made. on. Wait, you you did make no I and you were talking anything. about putting together you can hear me? I hear hear you. All right, you were talking about beats. For for anybody who's new to this and doesn't understand what beats are, can you go into that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so comic books. Your canvas in a comic book is the page, right? So how long uh, a prose a prose novel is, however long it is, and a movie is like I don't know, eighty eight minutes to three hundred minutes. A comic book, a graphic novel, has a finite amount of pages that you have to work with. So what you do is you make a plan for what happens on every single page. Before you start scripting, before you write a line of dialogue, I will take a notebook and I'll make a list of one through 96. And then I pace out my story at a really high level. And then you can look at it and say, like, oh, I've got like a five-page talkie scene here. That's too long. Or we haven't seen this character in a while let's move a scene up over here and then you can look at the flow and the cadence of your story at a really high level before you get into trouble scripting because if you just start scripting like how do you know how long a scene's supposed to be Mm -hmm. like i'm really didactic when it comes to the three-act structure so if i have 96 pages in here and the rattler was 96 pages and continuity was 96 pages and ghost span is 96 pages because i almost always write a 96 page script so that the first act ends on page 24 and that if you tear the book in the in half in the middle will be the low point of the emotional low point of the character so i lodge that stuff in first i know what the inciting incident is going to be i know what the decision is that starts the uh second act so i plug those in first and then i move things around at a high level like one sentence So then when I go to write that page, I know I have, it's a two page scene. So I can, I have two pages now. I know how it starts and I know how it ends. How does the rest of it flow? So that's what a beat sheet is. And I did a, um, I used to work part-time at a a shop called the Isotope comic shop in San Francisco. And uh, Jeff Johns was in there doing a signing. And he uh, left it. He showed me his notebook, and his notebook is all he was writing like six DC books at a time. And he was like, "This is what I do. I do. A, I just do um, a line, a line for what happens at every page. Like Marsham and the Hunter does this, um, the Flash does this, and it's, he's got twenty lines to work with. And he massages those twenty lines, and then he goes and writes the script because he's got the story all figured out in his head first Yeah, that's it's- fascinating
0: because that's also Sylvester Stallone's approach, right? I was watching an interview <laughs> with him. <laughs> so when they asked him about his process he that's what he does he writes down what they're going to do then he starts mm-hmm. fleshing it out and writing the script but he goes yeah. scene by scene what should happen and then he builds from there yeah. so when you were talking it just that's the first thing i thought about was that interview
2: so the only interview I remember from Sylvester Stallone is they asked him like in the '80s why he dates younger women. And his response was, "I don't know. Why do people buy puppies?" Like, you know. He's... So the, what we're trying to say is uh, Sly is a genius. <laughs> there, you go.
0: there you go. That's a good Sly comeback. Is a genius. <laughs>
2: He's an Oscar-winning filmmaker. There you know. he is. You can't Bad take that from him. That he no, is, man. Did. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. So Jake. So, said, yes, t- t- Sly and I have a lot in common.
1: Yeah. T- <laughs> t- tell us, tell us about Past Tense, man. Tell us a little bit about the book that's coming Ooh. out in July, and everybody should pick it up. July
2: 12th. July 12th. Okay. okay. Ashley is a tour guide at Past Tense, a company that sends camera drones into the past to view history's most depraved events. When Ashley discovers Silas Green, an unknown serial killer working in the past, she begins hosting exclusive tours of his murders. The only problem? Silas is still alive in the present, and when he learns of his newfound infamy, he's inspired to come out of retirement to make Ashley his final victim. Now and forever. Oh,
0: I love that. That's a great plot twist. All right.
2: So You got like, me, you got me. Say, boss, <laughs> give me <laughs> your money. This guy knows what he's doing. Man. Buy like of a, I don't know how I
0: got, got caught up in this, but <laughs> he got me. <laughs> there
2: you go. Okay. I'm going to send you my Venmo and you, uh, we're going to sort it all out. I'm going to put you down for a thousand copies.
0: There you go. Yes, I'll just put on George's credit card. It's good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you, George. You guys, no problem. Dude. No problem. So I was like, I love like um, true crime podcasts and they're always like, you know, the assailant did this, but we they don't know who it was. Or, like, the Long Island serial killer was just off camera at one point. And ha- had he been, like, five feet over, we could have solved that murder. So I kept thinking, like, man, if we only we had a video camera uh, on, on, like, Jack the Ripper, if only we had a video camera on Son of Sam, we could solve so many mysteries at us Because I'm always like, I want to know. How long yeah. do I have to live to find out who the Son of Sam, or not Son of Sam, um, the Zodiac Killer
1: was? The Zodiac was. Killer, right.
2: And then I started thinking like, you know, sometimes we'll like pop in on an ex or somebody we went to high school with, we're like, let we'll just put them into Facebook and keep on their lives really quickly and then get out, <laughs> right? It's almost like low stakes stalking. So of course, I wanted to take that idea and push it to like the ninth degree, where now that we can actually send a camera drone back through past, not to mm-hmm. change past, not to change history, but to view it as it actually occurred. And I think, you know, if we had had, if we have this technological advancement to have an unfiltered view of history. You know, there's many things that we could look at. We could look at the dawn of the universe, the Big Bang. We could look at, you know, uh, our religious history, the crucifixion, maybe, or we could just look at grisly stuff happening to women. And I think most people are going to go for number three. Mm-hmm. I think if you can afford this service, you're going to be like, show me the most disturbing, heinous things that no one has ever seen or even knows about. Right. Um, I just see technology being abused that way now in real life, right? Like we have um, those Apple Air Tags came out to put in your luggage but of course guys are like oh great I'm going to put this in a woman's purse so I can follow her home now I know where she lives Uh, like uh, we're abusing privacy (laughs) all the time and it affects the most vulnerable among us so the book is about that in the form of a slasher a a slasher sort of setup Uh, I would call it a Cronenbergian thriller
1: that's
0: nice. awesome, dude. That's awesome.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. Did I bring down did...
2: the room by talking about horrible things.
0: No, 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 because yeah, I was gonna go for. I wanted to see who built the pyramids, but yeah, that was just <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. But horrible <laughs> things happening to no. people—that's more exciting.
1: When <laughs> when you pitched it, Jay, when you went to to pitch it, did you do the three sentences or did you? Or I did you, I absolutely. Did. did.
2: Yeah, I had it. Yeah. Um, I had an uh, I had, we had a mutual friend, and I was introduced to my editor. Uh, Brett Israel, my future editor, at this time he was not my editor. And I was like, Hey, I'm just, you know, these are a couple of things I'm working on. I sent him three things that I was working on. Uh, And he was like, Past tense sounds interesting. You know, if you have an outline, uh, we'd love to take a look at it. I'm like, Of course, I had an outline. I've got outlines for everything. I'm not going to waste it. I'm not going to make anyone wait. When that door is opening, I'm getting mm. through. I'm giving as much through that door while it's open. So the same day, I sent over an outline and the first I actually already written the first issue or the first 24 pages. Right. At that point, um, I always frame things to editors or gatekeepers like it could be a graphic novel or it could be a four issue miniseries uh, to give them some flexibility. Right. And also, you you want them to become involved because now they're making a decision. Mm. Like if it's just a, a, a miniseries, like they're more locked in. So you don't know what their publishing plan is going to be two or three or four years into the future. So I like to give them options. So uh, he was like, yeah, this is really strong. So that was like in 2000.
1: I was going to ask you how long ago, yeah.
2: It was in 2000. It was during the pandemic. So it took a while to get a yes back. But (laughs) that's something else I learned working in comics is like, I know Image Comics is like, if you don't hear from us, that's a no. Most other places, if you are invited to send them something, or you have you know, some back and forth communication, not hearing from them is usually good news because that means it's moved up the chain. Hmm. And another thing I learned is that it's not just your editor or the person that you're pitching that gets to make that decision. There's a publishing committee most places or editors get together and they talk about all the projects that they have in the future. And this has happened to me a couple of times where I have an editor who likes what I'm pitching them and they bring it to a meeting and talk to all the other editors about what they're doing. I'm like, oh, it's kind of similar to something that we're we already have in the pipeline. But... That's happened to me twice. When projects have gotten pretty far along, so um, yeah, I did the three sentences, and then they asked for more.
1: Yeah, right. Now, do they do they ask for artwork at that point? Like I said, you know,
2: I didn't have an artist at that point. Um, I had sent them a few options of people that I, I, I knew and would like to work with. Gotcha. Uh, and they were like, "Yeah, any <laughs> of these would be great." And I had worked with Alberto Masiaji. Uh, on a comic called The Cicada a couple of years ago,
1: yeah, and we had
2: a rough time with that situation, which is a whole other thing. But through that, him and I bonded. He, I, and Paul Little all worked on that, and we were all like, one day we're going to have an easy project. I promise you guys. <laughs> so when the door opened at Dark Horse, and I had a publisher, and I had a budget, I was like, "I'm I, hopefully I can get Alberto and reward him yeah. for being patient with me on this other thing that went down in flames. Wow uh, and it was awesome. We got the band back together and it was such an easy road. This was the easiest project I've ever had. That's awesome. Uh, partly because of the support of Dark Horse was there. It wasn't all on my shoulders, so I wasn't all stressed out about it. But just also you know that when you work for Dark Horse or a company like Dark Horse, it's coming out. People yeah. are going to see it. Yeah. there awesome. is an element of exposure there, but also like affirmation like you're good enough to be a Dark Horse creator. That's huge, you know, so yeah, I was yeah. really grateful that I got to um, reunite my team and hopefully we'll continue working together because the three of us really, um, and we just like each other. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, Neil yeah. Gaiman,
2: uh, Neil Gaiman gave this commencement speech at a college once. And I always bring this up to my students, just about anybody. There's three things that you really need to succeed as a freelancer. Uh, you need to have talent. Uh, like you can work. I've grinded out of talent. I was not born with talent. Yeah. Um, you can meet your deadlines, which is something that we can all control. And you can be easy to work with, like pleasant to work with. Interesting, yeah. Uh, and Alberto kicks all three of those. He's talented. He's just a lovely, charming human being that I like uh, interacting with. And he's talented. Yeah. Um, so if you've ever seen a, a comic book that you thought was terrible, are you like, why does this guy keep getting work? Yeah. It's because they've got the other two. They may not have talent, but they meet their deadlines and they're plus to work with and that makes a publisher's life so much easier.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Talent's tough, man.
1: man. Yeah, nah, it's it's tough, dude. It's tough. So yeah. so you so you've been working on this thing since 2020 then, right? So it, it took it took uh how long did the like I mean the the writing is one thing, but the art. How long did that take to come in? Was that something that that took a while or how long does it normally like that take? I pages? think
2: I think um so I wrote the outline the first issue really, really quickly. Hmm. And then I set it aside. And then I pitched it. Uh so it got picked up, it got approved, and then I think we waited a while for Alberto's schedule to open up. Okay. It might even have been a year that we were wow. just like, Yeah, you know, it's not going anywhere. Right. As long as this book takes place in two thousand thirty nine, as long as it's done before then. Yeah. As long as it's still the future, right? okay. Right. Uh, so the art, he's pretty, he's pretty quick. You know, he's doing a page a day. Wow. Um, um. And then, you know, we're approving the, we're going over the pencils and looking at everything. And a book like this, there's a mystery, there's a thriller, there's a bunch of twists and turns. So we really had to scrutinize the art and be like, okay, is this all lining up? Because we've got stuff in the past, we've got stuff in the present, and then we've got stuff in the future. And it all has to thread together. And, you know, honestly, I'm not, you know, I wrote a script. I'm not the brightest guy. I'm going to miss something. <laughs> so having uh, Brett looking at everything, um, even Paul caught something late in the game. Um, it was it was a group effort, and it was, yeah, it was just the easiest project. It was such a, uh, such a nice experience. It was like a luxurious experience that I don't know that I'll ever have again. Yeah. So uh, this yeah, means yeah. the world to me, because after this, my ass will probably be kicked back down to Kickstarter. <laughs> down, kick down you go well, <laughs> because you know you've, you've got to make people money, yeah. Um, yeah. they're not going to keep yeah. having you coming back and throwing giving you a budget if you don't recoup that in a little bit more. So, yeah, I'm grateful well, for the opportunity. I think the concept is commercial enough that it could do dope, well. well.
1: It's dope, yeah. For those watching, this is Jason McNamara. He's got a book called Past Tense, comes out July 12th from Dark Horse. So make sure you hit up your local comic book uh, stores and pick that bad boy up. That cover is dope, man. That is a sick freaking. It's creepy as hell, dude. That is great, man. That is great. Thank you. So now let me ask you a question about the kids at school. Did they sign NDAs? I mean, do they know the story? Did they know how much of it did you let like go in the the classroom?
2: Um, I, I we read the outlines together. Look, I read their stuff, and I'll be honest with you. I I I read it, I know it front and back, and then that class ends, and I'm like, good for you, man. I can't remember. I can't even remember their names. They will come up to me (laughs) on the street. and They'll be like, "Do you remember me?" And I'm like, eh. (laughs) 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 Who you is? Yeah, I have. I think what's called um, like post-project amnesia. Like you work on something, and then it's done, and you forget completely forget it it. so someone will ask me something about an older book and i'll be like i i don't know like you're just talking gibberish to me (laughs) or they'll be like you know this this character they'll name it like meant a lot to me and i'm like okay is that a thing who wrote that like what are you talking about like it's a thing you wrote i'm like ah okay um i also get this thing that maybe you guys get it too um i don't think i don't think creators talk about it enough
1: Hmm.
2: and i call it post-project depression
1: no. Ah,
0: yeah
2: you guys get that yeah yeah oh yeah i got it, it real bad yeah uh, I
0: got, I got <laughs> yeah post kickstarter depression yeah
2: because people people are giving you all this attention and they're right. giving you money right it's like money yeah. and attention you feel like I'm a success right right especially after the first day the first day is the best day and you're like if every day was like this yeah, yeah my yeah. life would be you're really doing the math
1: different. in your head yeah I'm like
2: oh my God. <laughs> and then like day five comes along and it's like a negative day <laughs> And you're like, I'm a fraud. I'm a fool. I should change my name to Mason Jack Namara and move like a town away and start Mason over. Jack Namara. <laughs> I think that name's available. I know <laughs> the website is. So. Uh, but it's true. Like we go through this Herculean thing, right? Like you have the germ of an idea. You have this little idea, well, like, wouldn't this be cool? You build that out into a story. You build it out into a script. You get collaborators involved. Now you're art directing. Now you're problem solving. You took nothing and you made life. And then you put like a barcode on it and you set it to a printer and you're there and, oh, God, it smells good. <laughs> and then it's out and people read it. They go, yeah, that was cool, man. <laughs> Maybe they'll take like they'll read it and, you spent six months, a year working on this. They read it in half an hour. They're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's, good. that's cool. That's how you spend your time? That's cool. I'm a lawyer or I'm a doctor. I like I put a lung in a human being yesterday and I made millions of dollars, but you made dozens of dollars spending your dozens life. of <laughs> dollars. Yeah, like, like a child. Like yeah, that's cool. Child. Like a child. Oh, and, you know, like you run into old friends and they're like, are you still doing that thing? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, man. Still doing that thing. Hey, good for you. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Like I'm a child with like a head injury. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, that's great. Well, that's so good for you. How's that working out for you? I'm like, oh, it's great. All my credit cards are like, you know, uh, in collections. And-
1: Oh my god! Oh. But I love it.
2: Like, what else am I gonna do at this point? Right, yeah. You know, I'm closer to <laughs> the end is. than the beginning, so I'm just like set the controls for the heart of the sun. Uh, I can't curse on this show, but like, <laughs> this is the only thing I'm halfway good at. Halfway <laughs> good at.
1: Oh man. Well, so, okay, listen, uh, listen, man, you're not giving yourself enough credit, dude.
2: I've, I've read yes I don't. Who you won't? Don't, <laughs>
1: I'm telling I you, the Martian it. Confederacy, bro. The Martian Confederacy. It that blows
2: my mind that you remember that. But yes, I don't even know dude. that I have a Martian Confederacy anymore.
1: Yes, I have one upstairs in my house. It's freaking great. Freaking okay,
2: great. so Paige Braddock and I, last year we started working on the third volume. And we were going to do a big compendium. Yeah. Recolor, re-letter the first two, add the third one, and call it the triumvirate. You heard it here first. There you All go. Right? And that. if you look like, that. you know what? I can put uh, a character named George in there and kill him.
0: Let Let's know, huh? do it. Let's <laughs> do it. kill me good,
2: bro. You wanna yeah, that want to die? Yeah, that was in that
0: indie point. news. If I ever heard, yes, that. yes
2: please.
0: <laughs> that was breaking news right there, baby. RIP,
2: RIP, RIP, baby. You go, man. All right, that's awesome, All right. dude. I'm gonna make a little note here.
0: Please, don't forget.
2: Don't forget. Kill George. I'm sure <laughs> there you go. I'll remember what it meant when I get around to it. Kill George. <laughs> Who the hell is George and what
1: am I killing Yeah, him?
2: <laughs> kill George Meds. That's right. That's right. That's like right. your George Ramone from the Ramones. George Meds. Kill George Meds. Seems like a nice guy, but now you got to die. Gotta kill
0: him with his old Meds. That's it. You got to go. Yeah. yeah so uh, I want to
2: remind you. Uh, as I remind anyone who's done a book the is depressed, like this does become a tapestry of someone's life. You know, it, we are all putting good things out into the world and yeah. it keeps it going. Like there is an yeah. echo that we're all yeah. contributing to. And we may not see the, uh, you know, the effects in our lifetime, but we're making good things. We're contributing to the art form that we love. And I can't think of a better use of my time. So all the doctors out there, you can keep me alive, but I don't want your job. All there the lawyers go. out there, you can sue me. I don't want your job.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but no, I don't give the kids an NDA. But I do have to be careful about what I say in front of the kids. Right. right. Um just because I don't want to like um you know, if you talk and I'm sure you two know this, if you talk long enough without interruption, you're gonna say something monumentally stupid. <laughs> right that absolutely makes no damn sense and thankfully i don't have a microphone in front of my face when i do it i've just got some 21 (laughs) kids that are probably just staring at their phone right like like, (laughs) professor mac has just been talking too long (laughs) (laughs) Um, i do like overshare me personally but industry stuff i try and like eh Right. I also don't yeah. want, like ever give like bad news. I don't want to ever give like bad stories and we all have them, right? It's comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always someone that we could throw under the bus, but like, I, I'm trying to stay out of all that and keep it above it. I try and tell the kids like, just stay positive and, you know, find good people and surround yourself with those good people. That's yeah. um, all so, like, it's about community. Like this is a lonely craft. And if you can have good people in your life that you can talk to, like I've got my support network. Right. You guys know the, um, the writer bros, Like Kevin Cuff and Bob France, those guys are awesome. Like those those guys should be like uh, paid by Medicare to be my therapists. (laughs) Or like Justin Greenwood is a great guy. I love him to bit to bits. Um, You know, you have your good people that you that keep you up and remind you that this is a marathon. It's not a race. Like this is we got to take care of each other, take care of ourselves, and take care of this community and keep it healthy, and keep making cool shit. And that's all I can control. That's, that's all amazing. I want to do is make cool shit and then, you know, die peacefully in my sleep. Not now, but like <laughs> months, months from yeah. now.
0: You got to kill me first, Jason. You got to kill Month. me first. Yeah, right? I got to,
2: I got to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shut out your lights.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Change the pills in his meds. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I got to whack you out. Maybe <laughs> I'll mean, make a twofer. We'll go together. Maybe <laughs> I'll <They'll> make some <laughs> cool shit. We'll run a Kickstarter and then we'll take each other out.
1: And that's it. Go. It's over. Yeah. And then we don't it. have to
2: ship any books. That's <laughs> Keep <it>. the money. <laughs>
1: that's it man that's it oh uh, jay man this has been fun man as always i, I love chatting and, and chopping it up with you whenever you want please come back on the show please come back on the show but why don't you give us that pitch one more time for past tense? yes
0: all right i'll give there. you the screen the screen's yours you know why past tense and where can they find you on social media so it's all yours
2: Ashley is a tour guide at Past Tense, a company that sends camera drones into the past to view history's most depraved events. When Ashley discovers Silas Green, an unknown serial killer working in the past, she begins hosting exclusive tours of his murders. The only problem? Silas is still alive in the present, and when he learns of his newfound infamy, he's inspired to come out of retirement to make Ashley his final victim, now and forever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes yes it's fantastic uh
2: comes out july 12th All from right. dark horse comics and cool. it's a cautionary scientific tale about our ever uh evolving privacy rights our loss of privacy and i hope uh that it gives you something to think about uh good science fiction could make you yeah. should make you think about the times that you live in And start a conversation. But I'm very – generally, I'm pretty apolitical in comics. But when it comes to, like, big ideas, I want to give you something to chew on and put it within a genre piece Mm -hmm. and not just, like, yell at the audience, you know?
1: Yeah. No, makes sense. And where where can they find you, Jay? Uh,
2: They can find me at jason com or politestrangers.com. Awesome. Um in the same place. Right uh, I've got a store. You can uh some of my books are still in print. Some of them are out of print coming back. And on Twitter, I'm at Jason McNamara. And uh yeah, in general, you can just find you can also find me in Portland driving Lyft. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a creative. I'm a terrible Lyft driver. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I really I do. Uh I said I did a wedding the other day, and I uh, I always put stuff in the trunk and forget about it. So I drove away with the wedding gifts.
0: Oh no! Yeah,
2: <laughs> and, and none of those clothes fit me. It was terrible. <laughs> so. Oh
1: man! That's awesome. True. I'll awesome. People like
2: we uh, will go to this restaurant. I'm like, why do you want to eat there? <laughs> 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 I had this couple in the back, and they got in, and the. Uh, the, the the wife asked the husband like are you hungry and he's like no not really and i was driving there and for some reason i'm like oh hey there's your exit and i just passed the exit oh. and, and like it goes from like you're three minutes away to like you're 17 minutes away and oh the guy, was, the guy was like oh, wait did you just add 15 minutes to our ride and i was like uh yeah but here's the good news buddy by the time you get there uh you're gonna be hungry <laughs> No that one that thinks it's funny. Festival. No it yeah. is funny. <laughs> also, I play the uh, taxi driver soundtrack all the time. No one oh, thinks that's funny. Man, that is great, dude. <laughs> no one gets great. it. I'm like, <laughs> what is this? I like, what is this? I don't know. It just came on. <laughs> oh, that's hard. And then I say, hey, would you mind taking uh, uh, the SIM card out of your phone? And, and putting it in the back next to that tarp and the shovel I got back there. <laughs> wow. This is going to make my phone run a lot better.
0: Nice. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. Oh, Jason, yeah, so. Jason, Jason, Ooh. dude, you got to
1: come back, man. Thank you so much yeah, for coming. Thank guys. Absolutely. Praise
2: brother. the Dark Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is Jason McNamara, everybody. Past Tense is coming out July twelfth on Dark Horse. Uh, from Dark Horse, so make from sure Dark you take that yep. Yes, that and I'll be well. doing
2: a signing that day. If you're in Portland, come oh to Cosmic God. Monkey.
1: Cosmic That's Monkey. Cosmic
2: Monkey from four to six. Yeah,
1: dude, I, th- I think they have my book at Cosmic Monkey. Uh, my your- my uh, the Adventures of Wonder Duck.
2: I will shoplift that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 there you go. I'll put that right in my bag. Let <laughs> yeah. right, right that yeah. too. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll sign it and put it back on the shelf.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'll be worth more because you'll be dead by then.
0: There you go. That's good. That's good. Oh, I'll
2: be like, dude. hey, I killed that guy. I know, yeah.
1: <laughs> you got you to send me photos from that location, uh, brother. Uh, <laughs> dude, this is right. fun. This is fun, Thank man. you,
2: gents. Yeah, you've thank you very much, my friend. You've friends. been <laughs> wonderful. All All right, right. You too, Please, man. Right, uh, go find a real writer to be on your show.
0: <laughs> Peace oh jason
2: McNamara. yeah that was movie. awesome
0: that was awesome it was fascinating and again uh you know guys there's a lot of nuggets in this conversation um that you can take away if you're an aspiring mm. writer comic book creator there's a lot of great information in that interview which is pretty fantastic um yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed this man yeah just the pitch just had a pitch three sentences with a question at the end with the question knew? at the end who, who knew, knew? Who knew? Did you know? I had no idea. I didn't know. I know nothing. I, <laughs> I know, know, know nothing. nothing. I just know that show me your kitties. That's what I know. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Whoa. 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 Show now me I'm... the meow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's
1: been drinking, people. I, I apologize. Been I've been good drinking. Been drinking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> drinking. oh man that was a fun show man it was a fantastic show these it's are fantastic. the kind of shows that i love man hey yo you want to be a guest on cast of craze take a tip take a, st- that them a them lesson them. from this man i mean just charismatic funny you know knowledgeable awesome. i mean awesome. just a great storyteller i mean it was, was
1: fantastic awesome. and he's a talented writer man he's yeah, got some man. good stuff so if you guys are in the portland area cosmic monkey go to the store would you get call it, me? Get, get, get the past tense signed by Jason McNamara. He may even sign some Wonder Duck books over there, too. So check them out. Head out there. Thanks, man. Would you say to me? <laughs> Would you call me? Would you call me? Yeah, so make sure you head out there. Jason McNamara, Past Tense comes out July 12th. Ask your local comic book shop. Hey man, you guys uh, getting past tense? Make sure they order it. Let's get this man sold out. Let's sell his books
0: out so that he can come out yeah, with I another mean, one from Dark. That alone is legit. Yeah, if it, yeah it has oh, like yeah. a, it has like a minority report right, with re, seven that type vibe. feel to it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like
1: got that vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, that's yeah, no, really cool, man. Really cool. Really cool. So check that out. Thank you guys for watching this show tonight. Thank you, Sam, for making this For it's making terrible. it, yeah,
0: I broke all the speed limits. Like, yeah, like, I got state it. troopers still looking for me. I was like, so, I was so like yes. yo, I prayed first. I said, like, Lord, <laughs> Lord, let me get this safely. Said, I was like, all oh, hey, right, I, was out. I was like, yo, I did a, I did, I did an hour drive in 28 minutes. No. I was like, yeah, <laughs> good for you, buddy. I know, yo, y'all a beast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yo, know, but uh, but you know what? But even at that speed, I always had about six to eight car lengths in front of me. Oh, I was wow. like, you know, yeah. So there were I, people yeah. driving even faster than you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, but yes, and yes. but because when you have to put the brakes, you need that distance. Hell you know yeah, what I'm saying? Bro. So it's like, so I always put the distance. I hate the guys that go in front of you, and they only give you like a half a car length when they cut in front of you at that speed. Those guys drive me nuts. But um. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh... thanks, Spider.
1: Yeah, thank you for stopping in. Oh, look, look at that.
0: What up, JB? What's up? Hello, yeah, JB. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Ben, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, um, I didn't know if I was going to get out of work on time. I it was like, oh, I had all these meetings. I was like, oh, man, right. I got to get out of here get out of her had to get out of her and I'm glad yeah. aren't you glad you did this
1: was a great great interview with mr Jason the
0: fantastic no when I looked at when I looked at his um website and I looked at his uh, resume I was like oh this this is gonna be a great interview you know and so uh, uh but again it's like you know again it's one of the things I get excited when I have guests like Jason on the show because They're great storytellers you know they're charismatic you know they have presence and i think that's the biggest thing sometimes it's hard when we're pulling teeth uh, from some some guests it's a little awkward um so you know when you want to go and spotlight your stuff you know uh, make sure that you're bringing your best foot forward and and have fun man just let up you know when you're with us there's nothing to worry about you're amongst friends you You know yeah we talk about murder here and there but yeah we got you (laughs) I'm getting killed. I'm getting killed. I know, yeah, yeah. book soon. Yeah, George is getting whacked. What I'm getting whacked. I'm getting whacked. It's gonna be over. It's gonna be over. It's gonna be over. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Of
1: over. I think we're done here today.
0: I think we're done, but don't forget. Um, yes. Come August, I will be at uh, the uh, the uh, what is it? The Denton Comic Art Exposition. Um, I'll be there, and I will also be at the um, Collected Comics. The the brand new. Um, was it uh, the l- opening of the brand new locations it's number four i think this is number four in their roster they got a bunch nice. of locations in texas so i'll be there for a book signing at collected comics in august i'll be there with the likes of uh, paul gomez and ben dunn and uh someone else i don't have the name on the list but you can check us out there if you back the kickstarter the proofs have come in here are the books issue five and the graphic novel is nailed in my toilet I approved the proofs uh, several days ago so I'm just waiting for the shipment to arrive uh, the proofs look amazing I'm pretty excited about it I'm, I was like uh, I was like a kid baldwin um, so as soon as I get it I'll start shipping it out to you guys and don't forget to visit a kid in a a kid in a comic where duty is also in a, a comic strip in a newspaper so you can also you can get duty as a comic book from dutiesworld.com, or you can go to kid in and subscribe and get the newspapers delivered to your house or go to your local comic store and asked him to uh, order a copy of a kid in a comic and carry it there. Um, so that's pretty dope. And, um, what is it? what did you say? <laughs> a life is a car. We break down and we get back. up. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. Good night, guys. Stop killing folks. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Later, dog. Don't forget to check out, uh, the art of Samuel. Um, and, uh, that's my, that's my art channel where I also uh, give you behind the scenes stuff of what's going on and, uh, subscribe to the channel. If you like this episode, don't forget. And, uh, and go check out Get Your Meds. Tell them about that, George. Get Your Meds with a
1: Z.com. Check out the website. That's where you can get my books, The Adventures of Wonder Dog. You can also get Russ 5377. You can get apparel. Uh, go check out anyoneworld.com. That's where you're going to be able to get the first issue digitally of Russ 5377 on June 28th. And for my peoples out in Portland, Cosmic Monkey Comics has Avengers of Wonder Duck. <laughs> they have the Avengers of Wonder Duck on their shelves. Our friend Jason McNamara, from that uh, was on the show today, has a book called Past Tense. He'll be he'll be signing books there on July twelfth when the book comes out, and I'll be doing a signing in uh, Flushing, Queens, on July nineteenth from three to six p.m. with Mark Torres and the gang for his book designated, which I lettered. So check all of that stuff out. Don't forget to obviously subscribe to the channel.
0: Yeah. Don't forget if you like this episode, give us a thumbs up, you know, subscribe, like share. Remember when we grow, the indie community grows and we do this to spotlight the unsung heroes, the up and comers, those with, um, that don't have the means to really get out there. So, uh, your support of this channel helps support our guests. So, when we grow, everybody grows. So, thank you again for watching Cast the Crazy Podcast. We appreciate every single one of you out there. With that said, I'm Sam, the crazy man. Vera, George the dream of my Dana, and we are. Crazy, No, I was talking about my friend Acquies. I met him. Say my name. Say my name. This is what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. No, he described it. you, said, I'm the idiot. Just- <laughs> you're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the
2: Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. It's am crazy. You're listening to Catch the Craze. I'm gross.
0: J. 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 Girl.